name is Frank Johnson. My name is Abraham Lawrence. And I'm Nick Seaman. When we are a podcast that is designed to show you the movie that's going on in our head when we read a Bible story. Uh, my daughter told me that uh, we need to have the intro uh, written down. It needs to be the same all the time. Really? Yeah, she thinks that's professional. And so the moment that we actually started, I looked around and went, I, I don't have my script. <laughs> I was wondering what you were to, looking around for. That's like. pretty close to what it is. <laughs> say, it sounded, sounded, it's pretty close. I thought yeah. we were having some kind of technical difficulty because you were looking around and around. I'm like, just, I was just like, I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, so that's what I did wrong. I, I didn't go by the script. Hey, uh, since the last time we... We got together. Uh, anything? I understand you've got the grandchild with you again today. Yes. Um, I found out yesterday that uh, she was coming over for the weekend. So um, her parents are celebrating their uh, an early um, anniversary present. They were going to Charlotte to a concert, so they needed us to watch the baby for the weekend. So, awesome. You know, Kelly was all about it. <coughs> all right. That's awesome. So, yeah. Nick, what's going on in your world, buddy? I understand that... Uh, I mean, can we share some of that that we talked about, or is that still a... That's all right, yeah. Okay, well, share whatever you want to. Uh, would you like to let the podcast listeners know what you're what you're looking at? Yeah, I was just... Uh, um, I had surrendered to be a pastor years ago, and just recently I kind of thought, well, maybe part of the process on my part is to just kind of put the feelers out there or whatever and put some uh, applications out, and I got some responses. But I do think that God is... Uh, it's kind of showing me, you know, it's not time just yet. So I had to tell a lot of people, you know, I, I know I applied, but no, now it's not the time. But uh, <laughs> but uh, got, we're going to get there yeah. eventually. Amen. Yeah. Amen. In God's timing. That's, I think God is teaching me wait on the Lord. I think right. this, that was part of the message today So I, uh, in our service, and I think that was especially for me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just turn it just slightly. That, yeah. that way it's a little bit easier. Or maybe you can just pull the whole thing over here a little bit. All right, that's good. There we go. All right, we might as well just jump right in. Let's there. do it. It's a wonderful story. We are in Genesis. We are in the 30th chapter of Genesis. Uh, we're just cruising right along, and we're talking about the sons of Jacob. Hmm. And he's had quite a few by now. Uh, we, we actually covered eight births in about three days last week. Uh, so <laughs> They were literally popping them right out. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know how these theologians come across uh, these timelines that they do, but I, you know, I, so I don't know, I can't vouch for them accurately, but I'm, I'm told uh, that Jacob, do you know how old Jacob was when he left to go to Padanaram? And they do this based on Isaac's death and that kind of thing. I want to say maybe 40 90. Wow. I was thinking that same thing, but he spent 90 years taking care of his dad's flocks. Wow. And that's why he knows quite a bit about Laban. So he's now been with Laban. Uh, by the time we get done uh, this week, he's going to have spent another 14 years with Laban. So about 104 years, he's been raising goats. Oh, and my goodness. So when this dude left... When he had the beef with his brother, he was 90 when he left. They were 90 years old, and the old man is about to die. And that does make sense, because uh, because Isaac was... And he had to wait 14 years for a wife. <laughs> Isaac was... Yeah, no, well, actually just seven. <laughs> and then he got two wives in a week. <laughs> he got a two for one. <laughs> two for, uh, buy one, get one next week. <laughs> yeah, but then you got to still say it every seven years. <laughs> you, you're getting the Laban discount. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! So anyway, like I say, we're uh, uh, we're in Genesis chapter thirty, and I believe we're in the fourteenth verse uh, because Asher has just been born. Yeah, 
women will call me happy. She named his name Asher. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah are the first four uh, children, and they were all born to Leah. And then Dan and Naphtali were actually born by Zilpah, uh, right? Uh, yes. Or, yeah. It's uh, Leah's, or no, Rachel. It's yeah, no, Bilhah. Bilhah. Bilhah, yeah, Zilpah is Leah's. Yeah. So Dan and Naphtali are Bilhah's children uh, via Rachel. And then uh, Leah uh, thought her handmaid ought to get in on the action, too. So, <laughs> so now uh, she has given him uh, um, the Z one. Uh, Bilhah and Zilpah. Zilpah, and she had Gad <laughs> and, and Asher. And Jacob is how old? <laughs> Gad. And speaking of Gad, my brother sent me this wonderful Facebook thing on, uh, uh, what's his first name? Steve Gad. Stephen Gad. Yeah. Stephen Gad, uh, one of the greatest drummers ever. I literally thought that first when you sent it to me that he had passed away. Because, you know, he is in like his late 70s or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still kicking. I mean, he's oh, still yeah. he's, he's still playing phenomenal, drums. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And he is, he is a phenomenal drummer. Uh, huh. We tried to get him for the track, but he was yeah. tied up that weekend, so yeah. we used Abraham. Yeah, which uh, you did just as good, Abe. I did. What oh, I, I love could. that. I love that drone. <laughs> I did what I could, folks. He was imitating Gad. <laughs> anyway, so I always think about that. So anyway, uh, so there's eight kids born, and then here's the other thing that I didn't know if you know this or not, but uh, Jacob has had these eight kids in about six years. So that's kind of. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, because nine months, I mean, I get how they could do that. And they certainly were in competition. So probably even before another one's born, someone's already concocting another, you know, take this handmaiden. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but, but from what I'm told, according to the schedule, Reuben, <laughs> the oldest, is only about five years old. He's about five or six years old now. That's all he is, Reuben. All right, and, and the story centers around Reuben. Verse 14, Genesis chapter 30, verse 14. Here we go. Now, in the days of wheat harvest. So that would be a little past midsummer. That's when you yeah, usually I mean, have the first wheat harvest. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, we, yeah. Like late, maybe late September? I know, right? No, no much earlier than that. Like, I know, right? Like late July. Right here in, in uh, it's usually early fall yeah. in uh, North Carolina, but yeah, so it would be yeah. down Mid- there. Be a midsummer, uh, they have the first wheat harvest. Yeah, because mm-hmm. wheat grows uh, very quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. So you usually get two and sometimes even three wheat harvests in a, yeah. in a season. Okay. In the days of wheat harvest, Reuben, this is the oldest son, and like I say, he's around five or six years old. He went and found mandrakes. In the field. Now I'm going to let Professor uh, Nick tell us a little bit about these mandrakes, but uh, but first, let's just just know this: in Padan Aram, which is where they're at, mandrakes were extremely rare. You did not usually find these. So he came across these probably as a mm-hmm. as a fluke. Uh, so what are these mandrakes? Well, it's a flowering fruit. Well, when it's young, it has a nice blue bud to it, like a flower. Mm-hmm. Then when it's mature or when ripe, ready to eat, the root is more like a plum. And I think the flower turns yellow and dies off. And so. And what did they think when they ate these things? Well, they thought it promoted fertility, and they, and they said it is an aphrodisiac. Yeah. I think, so, I, I think where I read it was also... Uh, Rachel would have wanted these things because in barren yeah. women, they thought that it could cause them yeah. to actually have kids. Yeah, like supernatural. Like it was it had a little superstition to it. All right. You got anything to add to that, Abe? No, I do not. Abe's just enjoying it today. Yeah. All right. Uh, but just so you know, uh, Rachel and, and Leah, they've got this huge competition. Now we've got mandrakes. And, 
and both women would want them. Mm-hmm. And and of course, no, actually, Rachel really wants. Yeah, because why would Leah need them? I mean, she well, well, Leah did like have water. a after. While Leah did have a uh, dry spell, <laughs> so so she would have wanted them too. Actually, she's in the dry spell right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had the first four, and then her handmaiden had these last two. Yeah. So she has not had a kid now in four kids. I was about to say it's probably been at least a month. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's four more brothers born, and Le- and they're none of them are Leah. So yeah, I would think there was a little bit of competition here. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Reuben finds these mandrakes. He brought him to his mother. Now we all know that Reuben's mother is Leah. So mm-hmm. he brings him to his mother, Leah, and then Rachel. Uh, she knows everything. I, I don't know how close they probably all live, but I imagine. <laughs> I imagine they had daily. Yeah. Oh, and you know how competitive women are. They know everything that's going on in the other house. She probably saw Reuben bringing them up to the house. Like, what are them things? I got to go find out what that is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and uh, so Rachel says to Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. And like I said, we, we, we know this because Rachel's womb is closed at this. She hasn't mm-hmm. had any children. Uh, but she said to her. And, of course, when you have the but she said to her, we know that this is Leah's response. So this is Leah's response back to Rachel. Is it a small matter for you to take my husband? (laughs) And would you take my son's mandrakes also? Hmm. Now, we think these things are like questions, but literally she is offering her the mandrake. She is. Hmm. That's sort of just the way that they go about doing things. You know, I've already given you my husband, and I'm going to give you these mandrakes too. Uh, So Rachel said, therefore... Uh, he may lie with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. <laughs> now, how weird does this story get? Very, that's weird. So I'm thinking, Jacob comes in. He says, "Man, ladies, I'm tired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna relax. And go fishing. Been with the sheep all day. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna go fishing. <laughs> and then Rachel goes, "Nope, you're going into your other, your other uh, wife. Why? Because Mama needs her mandrakes. Yeah, I need mandrakes <laughs> to have a baby, but tonight." <laughs> You're paying the price. <laughs> Is it, uh, Leah or one of the handmaidens? Which no, one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're probably taking a number at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness You're gracious. with E7 tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it says, uh, Rachel said, uh, so Jacob came in from the field in, in the evening. Uh, when Leah And then Leah went out to meet him and said, you must come in to me. So obviously he... Uh, he probably had a habit of always going to Rachel's house yeah, first. I yeah. I mean, that's his, that's his babe, right? He's probably like, I think you got the schedule mixed up. I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but tonight, you're coming to my house. For I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes. Hired your own husband. <laughs> <laughs> so he lay with her that night, and God gave heed to Leah. Now, this literally means, uh, the literal translation here really is that Leah must have been praying. And it doesn't say anything about Leah praying, but she must have. It says God gave heed to her. So yeah. she was praying for a son. And like we said, it had been years since she had had any. And, uh, and God gave her a letter conceive. And she bore Jacob a fifth son. Now, there's nothing wrong with this being a fifth son, is it, Abe? This is going to be his ninth kid. Why does it say it's their fifth son? <laughs> hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> That's a very Come on, it's question. not even a trick question. How many kids has Leah had so far? Four. Four. She's only had four kids. She had Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. This is her fifth son that she's bore. 
Yeah, so don't get too caught up. I'm telling you, people that love to talk about the Bible being contradictory and it and it, and it never gets the facts straight. It's not fifth. This is ninth kid. Why say it's fifth kid? Because this is the fifth one that Leah yeah, gave birth to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fifth kid. Uh, and so uh, Leah said, "God has given me my wages because I gave my maid to my husband." So she named him Issachar. Issachar, number nine. What's it mean, Abe? Number nine. Let's find out. Well, I thought you wrote all these down last week. Oh, I, just, you... I was just the one. Oh, just for the week. Just for the ones. Oh, I yeah. got you. Yeah. And I love how she says that God has given me my wages. In other words, this is what's due me because I gave my handmaiden to my husband. So in other yeah. words, God has rewarded me. By giving me another child. See, Rachel still yeah. hasn't had any. And then Lee's like, God, what is my reward? He says, it's a car. His, it's reward, a car. <laughs> his reward will come. It's yeah. a brand new car. <laughs> you have won. <laughs> the price is right. <laughs> it's an Aspire. <laughs> uh, Logan. Logan's our, our car <laughs> maintenance guy. He, he knows all about cars. Uh, you know those uh, Yankee dudes that are on, uh, they do a podcast, they do a radio broadcast on uh, NPR on Saturday mornings. Uh, they're called, do, I don't even know their names, but they, they both, yeah. they got Boston accents. Oh, really strong, yeah. They got them real Boston accents, yeah, and they, we walk on these cars over here, yeah, and and so they were talking one day about these one cars. It's like, yeah, you know the Ford Aspire. You know why they call it an Aspire? <laughs> it aspires to actually be a vehicle. Uh, <laughs> and I just thought that was one of the funniest lines I've ever heard because it is a cheap little car. All right. Anyway, all right. So enough of that. What in the world? Where did all that come from? <laughs> I just wanted to do my Boston oh, accent. You, just, you had to throw that in. I had to. Well, you're from Long Island. Give me a break. <laughs> Where am I at, Abe? Verse 18, I think. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm on verse uh, 19. Uh, oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Holy mackerel, we're 14 minutes in this stupid thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, nobody else. <laughs> Logan, you're going to have to get us a digital timer, or you're going to have to tell me quicker. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> we may have to cut this up into two broadcasts. Probably. <laughs>